for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. back to another live and amplified livecast i'm your host tom quiet and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast today we have a very special guest we have maddie gregory how's it going today hi it's going good how are you doing really well doing really well excited to have you on excited to sit down and chat with you you know so um it's it's kind of interesting because i've been on this kick where i go down like the instagram rabbit hole to find Mm -hmm. like new musicians and uh the other day you just kind of popped up and i'm like I've been trying to get myself out there a little bit, a little bit more. And as I've been kind of looking into your stuff, I'm really excited to sit down and chat with you. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I was so excited when you reached out and wanted to um, do a podcast and do a little interview. I was so excited. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And it just kind of worked out because you got a new single drop in here in like two yeah. weeks. And yeah, it, it just kind of seemed to all work cohesively. It did. Yeah. So, so you're originally from uh, Branson, Missouri, but you're based out of Springfield now. Uh, what was it like growing up in uh, Branson for you? Um, it's very, it was, it was good. It's uh, very much like a, um, it's kind of a tourist small town and stuff. So it was like definitely the summers. It was like you had your traffic all the time. Um, but, you know, it, um, I'll never regret like kind of growing up there just because it was like, you know, it was where I met my husband. It was where I met a lot of my best friends and I made a lot of great memories there. My family still lives there. And um, yeah, so it was, it was good. Just kind of being able, there were lots of different attractions I feel Mm -hmm. like to do. So it was like every summer we would like go to silver dollar city or a water park or something. So do some sort of fun little touristy activity i guess <laughs> nice that's really cool yeah. the only thing i know about branson is have you ever seen the movie uh she's out of my league no i haven't no it's, so the in this movie there's this whole bit about the family's big vacation every year is that they go to branson <laughs> and so like that's that their, cracks me up. that's yeah. their like big family vacation and um there, there's like this whole scene where they're going through like uh airport security and they're wearing big yellow sweaters that says we're branson bound Oh my gosh. I, I need to watch this now because I just need to like, cause that yeah. totally sounds like a lot of the families that will come here. They yeah. have their t-shirts and stuff. So, oh my gosh, that's awesome. I need to watch it, that now. It is a great comedy. It is a very, it's not safe for children to watch, but yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's a good comedy to yeah. watch. Um, yeah, sweet. so growing up in, uh, growing up in Missouri, in Branson, uh, who, who introduced you to music or what was your introduction to music? Really, I would say my dad. My dad was um my dad was in various bands. Um, even before I was born, he was in a lot of rock bands. And even when I was born, like you see these home videos of me like immediately going to the guitars and stuff. He just had all the instruments out. And so he definitely introduced me to music and we would always do like karaoke nights at my grandparents' house. And I always loved to like belt out some ABBA and do whatever I could. <laughs> 
I, I loved it. I would even dress up sometimes and pretend I was doing my own little concert performance, which was good. I always got an applause. So that was nice. But, um, but yeah, no, I would say my dad, cause he, he was also the first one to teach me guitar. He taught me mm -hmm. my first song on the guitar, which was accidentally in love by the counting crows. And, you know, from there, after he taught me guitar, that was when I started writing songs. So I really have him to thank for, you know, kind of teaching me the one tool that kind of led me into um, becoming an artist, really. So, yeah. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Um, and so Counting Crows was kind of like that first song when you yeah. when you started, like, when you make kind of made that decision that, hey, music is something that I want to follow as like yeah. a career choice, was it always kind of that Counting Crows area that you wanted to be in or how, how what was your kind of initial thought as far as like the sound you wanted to make yeah I think it was definitely like a lot of I feel like experimenting you know I mm. I always say I grew up on various different types of music I mean my dad was in rock bands he loved like the Beastie Boys and then my mom was like loved Alanis Morissette and Fleetwood Mac and stuff so I had a whole range of different musical artists that were constantly just coming my way. And um, I think when I first started writing, I was listening to, I think it was like Avril Lavigne. And I was listening to a lot of that stuff, like Fall Out Boy. Like I would just listen to everything, but I feel like um, when I first started writing, I was really writing kind of more that singer songwriter mm -hmm. vibe. And then I eventually switched into doing some country. Right. Um, you know, and then kind of going down the road and stuff, I think it was like one of the first songs I like recorded because I, I think originally I wanted to do country music. Mm -hmm. um, but then as I got older, I think I met with one of the producers who helped me with my first song. He like I brought the song to him. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I want to be country artist and stuff. And he kind of was like, the, this is a pop song. He's mm -hmm. like, honey, this is he's like, no, he's like, you're, you're writing pop music. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, really? And, um, and so that's kind of where my gear kind of shifted. And I think too, with pop there's, and even now with every genre, there's so many different sub genres. Mm -hmm. So I kind of was like, you know, that's when I started focusing on the more pop and like, I was listening to a lot of different artists kind of from there. I mean, I would say like Taylor Swift probably was like one and, um, Maggie Rogers, especially now and stuff like that. So yeah, that's kind of how my, how I kind of got to where I am now mm -hmm. that journey and stuff. It was kind of just, I feel like it was all just kind of just happened at its own pace and just was also me kind of figuring out who I am. And eventually I got there. So. Yeah. And yeah. Li little did y'all know that pop music would essentially become country music or country music I, would essentially become pop music. Yeah. It's like, it's so crazy, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I would define like how I kind of found my way yeah. to Cause, where I am now. Cause that's kind of the funny thing. So uh, on the side, we do a country radio show mm -hmm. and I'll have musicians send me music that say they're country and I'll listen to it. And I'm like, this is about as a pop song as a pop song can get. <laughs> the only thing that kind of makes it country is on the cover art, you're wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy yeah. hat. That's the only thing that makes this country. Mm -hmm. but, you know, yeah. so 
it, it's just very funny. Like you set yeah. out to want to be a country musician, but you realized you were making pop music, but yeah. maybe you were just ahead of your time. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, so when you made that transition of, okay, you're not, you're not a country musician. You just kind of started playing. I don't want to say playing in your lane because that's just not accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like making music that was authentic to you outside of genre boundaries, however you want to describe it. Um, and what was the steps from there? Were you just kind of writing, recording, or were you writing and playing, or where were you kind of at at that point? Yeah. So like whenever, like whenever I kind of made that transition to like do pop it was like when I had met a producer out in Nashville and we I brought a song like we had been talking and like I brought a song and we were just kind of co-writing and stuff and you know he's the one who said he's like this is like a pop song mm -hmm. and this is a pop song and so um you know the more I thought about it I kind of was like looking at a lot of my music and I was like yeah this is kind of more pop and like mm -hmm. even when I was like listening to it in my head I'm like yeah it's not like country and so I think that kind of helped me to push into going into doing like pop and kind of doing that switch um but um you know I think just like also I was still trying to you know I started writing songs when I was 13 that's like when I learned guitar and I think too a lot of like you know your teen years are always about like figuring yourself out so I feel like that's what I was doing with my music. I was trying to figure out who I was. And I think I thought, oh, like maybe like, cause I'm in Missouri, gotta be like a country singer or something <laughs> like that. But then, you know, then I got to think, I was like, wait, no, this, this isn't me. Like mm -hmm. I had evolved into, no, this isn't, this isn't what I want to be. This isn't my sound. This doesn't relate to like what I want. And that's kind of where I made that change. I think it was yeah. just kind of figuring out who I was and kind of going from there. Mm -hmm. So what year was this all kind of happening where you kind of made the transition from country to pop? What yeah. Yeah. It was, um, let's see, I think it was like 2018, 2019 okay. around that time. And that's okay. about when my first single came out and that was a pop single. Cause before then I hadn't released any, mm -hmm. any music. Cause I think in some ways, like I said, I think I was still trying to figure out who I was and maybe yeah. I was a little like nervous to release anything. You know, it's always, yeah. it's a, it's a scary thing putting your art out there because people are going to take it however they want. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I kind of just made a decision. I was like, Hey, I want to, I want to, I want to do this. And, you know, I got to just go for it and see what happens. So that's when I decided to start releasing music and officially made that transition yeah you just made me realize like it, it's so hard to believe now that there was a lot of musicians that were just getting started releasing music right before the pandemic yeah and now they've been in the business like four or five years and it's like yeah. it feels so it doesn't feel like the pandemic was three years ago or four years ago I whatever know. it was and it's yeah so just so just kind of listening to you speak about it and I'm like Wait, so 2018, 2019, that means you would have had maybe a year, year and a half before the pandemic hit and turned everything upside down. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so when you started releasing music, um, 
were you going to Nashville to record? Were you recording in Branson? Were you in Springfield? Where were you kind of at yeah. in your life? Yeah. So when I first started recording, uh, my first like three, four singles were with a producer out in Nashville. So mm -hmm. I would go out to Nashville, spend like a few days writing um, and then like recording and getting all that done. And they would send it back over after I left and stuff. Um, recently though, what I, I've been kind of diving more into like trying to produce for myself, which obviously quality's quality's not there yet. It takes a lot of time to kind of perfect that. Um, and I still do like having someone to be able to kind of give me a second opinion on mm -hmm. something. And, you know, I think collaborating is such a great thing. Um, so now I've just been working with a producer virtually and like, we kind of like send demos back and forth until we come up with a place where we feel the song is yeah. finished, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. Sure. I, I do want to applaud you though, really quick for doing a Christmas song or a holiday <laughs> song. However, you know, cause Thank I was, you. I was sitting there listening to your listening through your Spotify playlist and I just kind of had it set on random. And then at one, <laughs> like I hadn't even like really looked through your playlist that deeply. Like I was just kind of like, just trying to get a feel for the type of music you made. And, then all of a sudden the Christmas song came on and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, what is this? Did I, did it like jump playlists or something? And it, yeah. So, but I listened to it in September and it was amazing. So I applaud oh, you for doing that. So thank you. Thank you. My mom was happy. She loves Christmas. So she yeah. was so happy. I released a holiday single. So thank you. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, and I've noticed that you've been releasing like a lot of singles. Is that kind of where you see your career at right now? Or do you have aspirations of like a bigger project? Yeah. So especially like right now it's been the singles, but I would like to be able to, I kind of have some ideas as far as to release like an EP, mm -hmm. like a collection of music. I think right now it's kind of in the beginning stages and figuring out, you know, what songs like, it's always like about figuring what songs you mm -hmm. want to put out on there, what you want it to say and stuff so but I definitely have plans to do that for sure for sure you know it's yeah. it, it's always it, it's always interesting because it's like looking at what type of musician you want to be if you want to be just like a strictly recording musician and you play the occasional show then the singles is kind of where you need to be because it's mm -hmm. like you know that's how you stay on top of the Spotify algorithm and this whole thing and then if you, but if you want to be out playing a little bit more and you want to be touring and all that stuff, maybe the a bigger project is where you yeah. should be because then you're kind of able to keep that project alive because you're playing out in front of people mm -hmm. and new people yeah. more consistently. So, yeah, so sure. Um, let, let's talk about the new single that you have dropping here in little less than two weeks uh, called I Want to Get Hurt. Uh, what's the story behind this song? Yeah. Um, I always say, I'm like, I want to get hurt. I'm like, it's not a common phrase people would say. Um, so it always, I love explaining it though. So I'm a huge, um, I'm a huge eighties movie fan. I love like John Hughes, all those movies. That's mm -hmm. what I grew up on. Um, and there's the movie, uh, say anything. Have you ever seen it with John Cusack? He's holding up the boom box outside I've the seen, window. I've seen that specific scene, that but I've scene. not seen the whole movie yet. Okay. So there's, um, there's a scene in the beginning where he's talking about how he wants to like be in a relationship and stuff. And his friends are like, no, nah, no, nah, we just, we like, we care about you. Like, you don't want to do it. You'll get hurt. And he just responds to them. He's like, well, what if I want to get hurt? He's like, I want to get hurt. And I kind of just took that, kind of just took that scene and that fragment of a sentence. And I 
just was like, you know, I think especially like when you're a teenager or no matter what age, like you always want, you just want to know how certain things feel that you've never felt before, especially being a teenager, you know, like, like I was 17. I'm like, okay, I've never been in a relationship and stuff. And everyone would be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. And stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, I know it's okay that I'm not in one, but I'm like, it doesn't mean that I don't want to feel that because mm-hmm. I see it's, it's everywhere. You see, there's so many romantic comedies out there. Like mm-hmm. you see it everywhere. It's something that I think everyone wants to feel, even if it means they could get hurt in the end, you just want to be able to say you've experienced that. And yeah. that's kind of where the song came from and what the song's about. Just taking a risk on love, even though you could get your heart broken in the end. Nice. And how long has this song kind of been in the works for you? Um, I think I want to say I wrote it. I wrote it probably last year. And um, it was one that I really, I really loved. And um, I actually played it at a so far show um, earlier this year. And I had a lot of people coming up to me. They're like, oh my gosh, like, where can I find that song? Where can I find it? I'm like, oh, I'm like, um, it's not out yet, but they're like, no, no, you need to, re- you need to release it. So kind of yeah. from there, like just hearing a lot of people's feedback and people loving the song, I kind of took the initiative. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to record this one. I mean, I loved it and I had plans to record it. So that's when I started kind of working on the project, getting the sound and everything together and mm-hmm. Now here we are. So, nice. and I'm so excited. <laughs> How's the song changed from the initial concept? Like when you first started writing it to now, has it changed a whole bunch or is it just kind of naturally found its timing and pacing and stuff like that? I think um, like as far as the writing goes, mm-hmm. it kind of naturally found its place. Like, mm-hmm. you know, both the words and the melodies and like how I wanted the song to flow that kind of came naturally just like Mm. over time and then once you know we got into the studio and we were talking about it you know then there were like you know timing or maybe adding extra phrases or doing something that then it kind of developed production wise Mm. and kind of became more full and just taking different um you know, just different pieces from different references that I was inspired and really wanted to incorporate in this song for sure. Yeah. I love it when musicians kind of give music a time to mature is like, that's the best phrasing I can come up with it. Yeah. You know, they, they write the song and then they play it and then they realize, Oh, Hey, the audience seems to be reacting it to it in a different way. Let me adjust to that. And then they just kind of let the song naturally form in and of itself you know mm-hmm. so yeah. is that usually how you do you usually like write a song and then play it out pretty good before you record it or is there sometimes where you'll just jump right into the studio if you feel good about the song it depends um there have been like certain songs that like I would play out a lot and I always got really good feedback on them and so sometimes that would kind of make me be like yeah like I'm I'm gonna go ahead and like record this one um with this um actually with um both I want to get her and then the next project I'm currently working Mm -hmm. on I actually um originally there were like two choices between like there were other choices like I kind of had to record and I actually like made TikToks I was like hey you guys tell me which ones you want and stuff and so overwhelmingly like even for like I was choosing between I want to get hurt and another song like everyone wanted I want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, 
that's what I'm going to do. And that was kind of the one I was already leaning towards doing, but I think it's really um, cool just to kind of like, you know, really give people a piece of like, Hey, this is like what I'm working on. Like, what would you guys like, which ones kind of relate to you? Cause then it kind of gives me a good sense of like, Oh, maybe this other one I need to work on more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. maybe this one isn't there just quite yet, but this one is, or at least like, let's go ahead and move forward and like yeah. get it to a good point. So, I, yeah, I agree. That's really cool that, um, you know, just, it's just kind of going to TikTok that I, I, I love TikTok for that, just to kind of aud- essentially audition yeah. music. Yeah. You know, because I've seen it work so many times where people will use TikTok as kind of like what creators used to use YouTube for is like mm-hmm. vlog, like essentially vlogging, except it's like real time vlogging where yeah. it's like, hey, I'm working on this song or hey, I've got this riff in mind. You know, they play the riff, yeah. what do you, you know, just stuff like that. Just letting people decide and tick TikTok just seems to be the perfect format for that. So it is. Yeah. Um, so you'd mentioned that you're working on a project right now, uh, but that that's obviously still a ways off. Are you looking at doing another Christmas song at any point? Or was that just kind of like a one-time thing because it was the (laughs) pandemic? (laughs) Um, you know, it was funny because like, I think like, I honestly never thought I would ever write a holiday Mm -hmm. song. I think it's just not something that, you know, when I, it's not some, you know, I write a lot about like my life or feelings mm-hmm. I'm going through and stuff. So it's not like I'm going through Christmas all year round. Right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it just kind of, that song kind of just came to me like naturally and I really mm-hmm. wanted to go with it. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and release this Christmas song. So um, not to say I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say I would never release another mm-hmm. Christmas song, but as of right now, I don't have any plans on releasing mm-hmm. any. So, yeah. I mean, but who knows? Like. Fair enough. You know, it's just one of those things where you got to ask because it's like, you know, some people really get into it where it's like, oh, I'm going to release a Christmas song every year. And then it's like I did because Christmas songs are one of those things where you don't have to continually release music. You could just release one and because you only play it for a certain amount of months, it's like, okay, this can ride for a couple of years. You don't have to. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it always depends. Um, So when you're since you're kind of in the creative process right now of music like you're actively working on a project what's that process look like for you when you sit down to write a music or write not write a music wow (laughs) i know what you meant you're good write a song um what's the approach are you just very free-flowing with it and when inspiration strikes or do you find yourself having to be a little bit more like diligent with your creative process where it's like okay I've got from seven to ten tonight I'm writing yeah I I kind of feel like it's honestly like a mixture of both Mm -hmm. I always try to um I always try to give a few hours a day to my music whether that's working on like promotion or even just (laughs) creative demos all that stuff but as far as the songwriting process goes like I find like I mean, honestly, inspiration will strike me anywhere. I've been at a grocery store and I had to go into the grocery store bathroom to record like this melody that was going through my head. 
which is very funny. You can hear the person knocking on the bathroom, wondering what's going on because like, you know, they, they're like, what's going on. But, you know, a lot of the times, um, once I have that inspiration, it's almost like, I can't, I can't turn it off. Like once I get it, I kind of have to like, I go to my piano or I go to my guitar. And even if it's like mumbled stuff, I just have to get like, at least the basics of it, like kind Mm -hmm. of like, almost like just the layout of the song, mm-hmm. like how I feel like the song will flow. Cause then I can always go back and edit words or, you know, I've had voice memos that are just me going, yada, 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 da, 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 you know, and stuff, yeah. you know, you're just like, you're just trying to be like, I just need to get this melody down, like before I forget it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how my process works. It really comes from inspiration. And then I think just once it hits, it's like, I can't turn it off. Like I have to continuously just finish that thought yeah. Um, but of course, then sometimes you get to a point where you hit writer's block and anytime that happens, I kind of take a step back. I kind of almost feel like the more I try to write something that Mm -hmm. I feel like not inspired about, it almost is like, it just never works. I have, it's almost like I just kind of try to let it come to me and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's, that's how I would say mine is. So, you know, it's, it's always, cause it varies, you know, and it's, I think it has a lot to do with where people are at in their lives if they're younger with a lot less responsibility it's like okay i could be a little bit more free-flowing but if they're uh like have kids and it's like that sort of deal it's like okay well i know the kids go to bed at eight so i could be a little bit more diligent there and you know so it's always just kind of interesting to see the approach and sometimes people just can't can't do it like they can't sit down and say okay i'm gonna be creative right now you know so it's just kind of met um depends on the person i guess yeah um so kind of moving forward uh what's your show schedule looking like i've noticed that you've got had a pretty busy august and whatnot how often are you playing shows right now yeah i have shows pretty much at least like one or two shows almost every weekend throughout Mm -hmm. september and i think like part of october once it gets to like october and like I think I have one in November. It's like kind of starts to slow down just because like with the holidays and everything, you know, I like to be able to kind of spend that time with my family and mm-hmm. stuff and not force them to come to my shows, you know, right. um, <laughs> be like, you guys get a break. You guys came to every, everyone this year. So, yeah. um, but yeah, no, that's um, it's, it's been a great summer. Cause I've had like shows almost every weekend and it's been great to just be able to go out, play new places and just meet new people Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's it's such a fun thing just meeting new people and doing what I love Mm -hmm. and yeah I I just love it are you pretty much playing around just the Springfield Branson area are you expanding out into like Illinois and stuff like that yeah so right now it's pretty much like southwest I guess you could say like yeah southwest Missouri Mm -hmm. um kind of northwest Arkansas I've done some shows over there Mm -hmm. Um, but especially like going into like next year, I'm really looking at expanding. I've made a lot more connections. I feel like this year that have kind of opened up different venues kind of in farther away places. And I'm like, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like, I love traveling. So I'm like, I'm, um, I'm kind of trying to figure that schedule for next year and stuff. So I, I was looking at where Branson was on the map because I went to school in Southern Illinois. Uh, so oh, okay, college, yeah. Uh, SIU. And I was like, how come we, because 
the movie that we were talking about earlier, She's Out of My League, came out while I was in college. And we would watch it all the time. And, you know, I was just curious. I was trying to figure out why we never went to Branson because <laughs> we'd go to St. Louis all the time. But I, yeah. it just kind of seems like that would be the one random thing we do, like on a slow weekend where it's like, hey, let's, we just watched this movie about Branson. Let's see what it's about, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I, I would assume Branson's probably about four or five hours. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah, pro- probably from yeah. Southern Illinois, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. We're about like three and a half hours from St. Louis, I think. Yeah. We would do St. Louis trips when I was a kid. So, yeah. And yeah. Th- that's the thing is like when I, so I'm from Chicago originally. Oh, okay. And, and so growing up in Chicago, like two hour, like going on a two hour trip was like the longest road trip ever. <laughs> and then when I left, or when I left Illinois and moved out to New Mexico, it was like a three hour road trip just became standard. Like to get anywhere in New Mexico, you got to drive three hours. Oh yeah. It's especially where I was at. It was like, Oh, it just kind of became standard. And so now when I go back home, it's like, Oh, Hey, you guys want to go to Milwaukee? And they're like, man, that's like, <laughs> a long way away you sure you want to go to Milwaukee and I'm like it ain't that far guys you know yeah <laughs> that's funny it, it's just funny how it all your perspective changes when you yeah. get outside of a condensed area so oh yeah so yeah. true um so growing up in uh Branson where your obviously your dad was very supportive of your music career was your mom pretty supportive as well or Oh yeah. I, I would definitely say like my, my mom and dad, really my family, they are like the biggest fans. Like they come to almost all my shows and stream all my stuff. They buy my merch. They like my mom, she'll legit like be in the crowd, like singing the songs and stuff. Like the new song, have you seen my friends? She'll even do the like, look up, look down. Like she'll do that. And I, I just love it. They've, um, and I'm I'm very thankful that I have very um a very supportive family that just mm-hmm. loves what I do. And I think that they believe that I can do this too. So it's always good to have that support system. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the the I, I don't want to call it blind support, but they, you know, just yeah. kind of they always support you no matter what. It, it that's always a good feeling. What's yeah. the um scene like in uh Springfield, like the music scene? It's it's pretty good. I think they are there's so much I will say like there's so much talent like in Springfield and I think they're you know they're slowly trying to work to bring more of more attention to um the music in Springfield and mm-hmm. stuff. So um there's a they do it's like a Queen City Shout music festival and mm-hmm. stuff every year which I've been able to take a part of that and it's like all local musicians and like I think it's grown like they've even gotten some bands from like Illinois too yes. and like stuff that are coming down so yeah it's definitely growing and I think they're really trying to bring more attention to it as mm-hmm. well because there's there is there's so much talent here nice. and it's 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 fun nice. I, I do love those like st- like those regional music festivals where they try and put the light on like the local talent and then they do that by bringing in like the occasional bigger name back be like hey that's the band that's going to bring the tickets in but once they're there there's all this other amazing music so Mm -hmm. um we've really been trying to put 
uh, the spotlight on stuff like that. So that's really, I saw that on your Instagram. So I'm going to have to take a mental note of when the next one is. And yeah. Oh, so kind of taking a step outside of music as Maddie, as you need like time to decompress and just do your own thing outside of music. What are some of your hobbies? What, What do you do outside of music? Yeah, so outside of music, I would say I really um see what do I'm like, what do I do besides music? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what do I do? Um, I really I love I have a golden retriever named Joey that Mm -hmm. I love. So a lot of times me and my husband will go and take him for walks, or I love going and getting a coffee. I love going to coffee shops and Mm -hmm. just kind of vibing and I I really like going out to the city, just like interacting with people. Um, I think too, just hanging out with family, no matter what that looks like, whether it's us like going to a bar or like just going to a family cookout or um, anything like that. I feel like that's kind of typically what I tend to do. Like, I, I, I think I just like, like experiencing life and just going out and doing things, no matter what it may be. Yeah. Like, I mean, if someone wants to go kayaking, like, hey, I'll I'll meet you. Just tell me when and where. So um, I'm always just up for doing something new, I think. Yeah. It's uh Missouri's an interesting state just in general. Yes, there's a, a, it is. It, you wouldn't assume that there's a lot of stuff to do there, but there's a lot of stuff to do in Missouri. There, there is like, even like, you know, I always was like, Oh, I'd love to go like, and of course, like I'd love to go and travel other places, but there are like quite a few things. Like I, I think especially like outdoor stuff, mm-hmm. like there's lots of hiking trails, there's biking trails. People will do like the kayaking, like all that stuff. There's, um, it's quite a lot to do. And I think over the past few years, like more and more stuff has kind of come over mm-hmm. to this area that it's like now there's like more and more stuff to do yeah it seems like yeah and you got cities like like you got a huge sports culture so there's oh, always yes. that to do and then you got like branson and st louis and kansas city and yes isn't the ozarks in missouri as well or, mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah yeah so you, you know there, there's just a lot to do there and it's like a sneaky cool state to be in it is yeah so um and so we've already talked about the independent scene what was it like or in springfield but was there much of a scene in branson or was it a lot more like cover bands and stuff when you were growing up um i would i would definitely say it's a lot more like cover bands um and like they did a lot there's like a lot of shows in branson but they Mm -hmm. are very much like um cover shows and stuff which I mean mm-hmm. we would go to them all the time it was fun like they had like a Broadway show we would go see that was fun um so yeah so it was kind of different especially just being a person who is also like an independent artist or just trying to like share my music you know and that's already hard to do because people just like to sing along mm-hmm. to what they know and stuff so um but you know, there were, I think that's like when I started like trying to do, go to like Springfield and stuff. Cause I did notice more that they were trying to do more independent artists. And of course mm-hmm. there's still like cover bands up in Springfield. I mean, I still will play cover songs for my shows and stuff mm-hmm. just cause it, it does bring people in. Yeah. But, um, I do feel like, especially up here, a lot of people are very open to like hearing original music and they want to like hear new things, which is really, um, which is really amazing in itself just because I'm, you know, there, 
willing to take a chance and listen and support yeah. all of us. So that's great. Yeah, for sure. It's always great to have that supportive community. And I kind of understand why Springfield was an interesting draw, because to me, it's like Branson would have kind of that Vegas feel where it's like yes. it's a lot of covers and you, like I mean even if it's not you would assume that like a city like Branson oh, yeah. has like a lot of cover shows and whatnot mm -hmm. um and then moving to a place like Springfield where they reward and they want to see the original music that's I, I completely understand that move mm -hmm. it now is the intent to stay in Springfield or do you see yourself moving to Nashville one day um you know that's a good question me I think it's it's kind of it's definitely been something that like I've like always wanted to do I think um too there's so many I feel like to music nowadays like the music scene and everything is so different now mm -hmm. like because everybody you can post things online yeah. and it, it's just so different than like I think what it used to be mm -hmm. um so like to say that like I think definitely like I'd love to I think honestly I'd love to just like travel to different mm -hmm. places I don't know if I'll set my roots here it kind of depends me and my mm. husband are big adventurous so we're like be cool to just go live in different cities for different months and yeah. stuff so and kind of do that so I think just kind of just taking it day by day and just being like hey if we go here let's let's do that and then yeah. stuff like that but Nashville has definitely been like one of the cities we've like been considering so nice. we'll see yeah yeah that's the conversation I have with my boss all the time because uh, the company I work for is in the process of doing layoffs. And, and I'm like, you know, if you lay me off, I'm going, getting in my car and I'm going to just be a nomad for six months. Like I'm yeah. just, I'm going to go be a nomad for six months. And if I like it, I'm going to keep going. If not, then I'll just kind of find a place to settle in. But yeah, you know, if, if that time comes in the next month or so where they're like, Hey, Tom, thank you for your service, but we're letting you go. It's like, all okay. right, see you later. And I'll just get in my car and go. Yeah. So it, that, that lifestyle is very appealing to me just because I've, I grew up in the same basic area for 22 yeah. years. And it's just like, I've always been of the mindset that there's more out there that I want to experience. And so if I can mm -hmm. kind of, um, get out there and even if it's only for like a year or two and I kind yeah. of just pluck around and get to meet new people that that's really cool and then I can just be like okay I know where my home base wants or where I want my home base to be I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna settle in but I got that experience of just kind of roaming the earth aimlessly for a little bit yeah no I th I think that's the thing too especially like with my music and with playing shit like even like I've looked at like different places that me and my husband have wanted to go. I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh, look at, they have places I can play over here. Like we could go do a little week trip and, you know, I could go do what I love and then we could explore a new city. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what we like to do before we kind of are like, yeah, let's, this is where we want to be. Mm -hmm. This is where we want to be and stuff. So there's lots of places to choose from. So it's like, you want to choose well, I guess, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, it's just the, there's so much variety out there and it's just yeah. kind of, if you've lived in the same basic area, how do you know what else is out there? You know? So true. So, yeah. Um, so kind of looking forward, uh, what's your, uh, you said you have a whole bunch of shows in September. Yeah, pretty much at least 
one every week. And then once we get to like October, it kind of starts to slow down. Um, and like, I think as far as just for the rest of the year, we'll be like working on, you know, kind of getting new music together, getting stuff ready for next year um, and going from going from there. Nice. How many songs would you like to get out next year? I would definitely like to um, get at least three, maybe four songs out mm-hmm. next year. And I think too, um, I think I said a little earlier, I'm in the process of trying to figure out to do like some sort of EP mm-hmm. and that. So, um, so maybe that that's what I'll do next year. I'm kind of debating between which of the two I'd rather just release singles or mm-hmm. now let's do a, a project yeah. and release that. So I'm kind of trying to figure out what path I want to take right now. For, so For sure. And Spotify made it a lot easier to do f- uh, bigger projects now with yes. their uh, with their step ladder release or their ladder release. A, yeah, like yeah. waterfall release or something like that. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and they just made it super because you know you've seen people doing it before where they'll just release singles and then they'll re-release yeah. the song again and it's like on their list twice or whatever. But you know, I think Spotify is starting to realize yes. You need to do singles to stay within our algorithm, but there's people out there that want to hear a full project. So oh, yeah. we'll kind of meet you in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think that's a really, I think that's definitely like a strategy I've like kind of looked into doing just because I think it is kind of, it, it's a cool thing because then you mm-hmm. can give people like a sneak peek and then if they want to come back and listen to the full thing, they mm-hmm. have like a whole project and kind of story to dive into. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so. If people want to check out your music, any of that fun stuff, uh, interact with you on social, catch a show, where's the best place for them to find you? Yeah, they can uh, go to my website. It's just madisongregory.com. I do have like links for all my socials. Like, and you can find me under Madison Gregory on like Instagram, TikTok, um, Madison Gregory Music on Facebook and Madison Gregory on Spotify and pretty much any streaming music platform. So Nice. What's your favorite social media right now? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't I I will say like TikTok is pretty fun. It's I've definitely like met a lot of um ar- other artists on there that I've grown to really love their music. So it's it's been really cool to like interact with them and like we kind of exchange stuff and everything. So yes. that's been a lot of fun. I've been trying to get better at TikTok, but I yeah. I just I fail miserably every time. Every time that I try and make like an effort to be like, okay, I'm going to start posting on TikTok. And then I just lose passion for it after like yeah. a day or two. And it's just like, eh, I'm good. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's hard. Like I kind of was at a point where I was like, I don't know what to do with this, but yeah. it, I think you kind of find what works best for mm-hmm. you and yeah. stuff. So it, like, I mean, I've tried to do it with like the podcast here, like just take yeah. sound bites from the podcast and upload it. And some of that works. But to me, it's like, I either think it's all good or it's all bad. And it's like, <laughs> I, I almost need to pay somebody to be like, here, you take here's the full length video, edit it down into little 60 second clips, stuff that we can post on Instagram, YouTube and stuff of that nature. And let somebody else deal with it because I am super hypercritical of everything that I do. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things where I almost need to just hire somebody to get out of my own way. Yeah. So, um, but really enjoyed chatting with you. Before we wrap this up, though, 
I've got one very serious question for you. Okay. And I'm going to turn to my random question generator for this very <laughs> question for you. So what is the most spontaneous vacation you've ever taken? Cool. I would say the most spontaneous would have been um, probably like my honeymoon. So like, and I'll like, like, so our honeymoon, we like had plans to go to like Nashville and Tennessee and stuff. But basically the most spontaneous thing is we didn't book any hotels or anything on the way there. We just drove around randomly. And once we got to a place we wanted to like check into, we're like, okay, we'll just find a random hotel and we'll just stay here. And it was kind of cool just to not have like a schedule of places to be. Mm -hmm. So I would say that was probably the most spontaneous thing because I was like, we, I had no idea where we were staying that night, yeah. but we just were like, we'll find something, we'll find something. And it was, nice. it was a great time. Yeah. That is the best approach. I love that yes. so much. So <laughs> yeah, until you get great. to Nashville and then realize that hotel tickets or, or hotel stays <laughs> are like insanely expensive. And then you got to go on the outside of the city just to get a reasonable price. And it's like, yeah, I think that's, that's what we ended up having to do. We're just like, okay, we'll go down over here and stuff, but yeah. And then I think we went to like Smoky Mountains and stuff like mm. that. So it was a lot of fun, but nice. definitely nice. best way to do it. I keep telling myself I need to get back on the road and start just taking little random weekend trips. But yeah, I, I'm so busy doing all this. It's like, mm -hmm. I'd rather be doing this than taking the random trips right now. So yeah, but, yeah. Um, anyways, really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. It's been an absolute blast. Anytime you want to come back on when you have that new project ready to go feel free to reach out would love to have you on um yeah. and then other than that thank you so much thank you everybody for tuning in and we will see you all later